Iron sharpens iron. Toldot, descendants. Iron is used to sharpen an iron blade, just like a man makes his friend better, Proverbs 27,17, is the portion from the scripture with which I begin this week's message reading from the unfolding word simplified text, UST, version of the Bible. The reason why I have chosen to start with this proverb is because in Parashatoldot, Rebecca shows she is clever about which of her twin sons would receive a double portion of the blessing of inheritance from Isaac their father. While her resourcefulness may be frowned on by some, I hastily answer she did the correct thing, because I have given the matter long thought which is a patient answer if you catch my meaning. During the course of these readings, if you want to understand the action Rebecca took on behalf of Jacob her younger twin, you will need to understand how the principle of fellowship functions and is applied. My name is Orler Laerihati Tamakea. As your guide through the study of the scripture about the benefit of fellowship, how and when, please be free to share this message with as many persons as you can so that they may profit and prosper in the way that leads to life that will never end through Yahashua Messiah who is coming soon. 1 Peter 1 13-23 Therefore prepare your minds for action. Be sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the favor to be given you at the revelation of Yahashua Messiah. As obedient children, do not conform to the passions of your former ignorance. But just as he who called you is set apart, so be set apart in all you do, for it is written, Be separate, because I am separate. Since you call on a father who judges each one's work impartially, conduct yourselves in reverent fear during your stay as foreigners. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life you inherited from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Messiah, a lamb without blemish or spot. He was known before the foundation of the world, but was revealed in the last times for your sake. Through him you believe in the Mighty One, who raised him from the dead and exalted him and so your trust and hope are in the Mighty One. Since you have purified your beings by obedience to the truth so that you have a genuine love for your brothers, love one another deeply, from a pure heart. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of the Mighty One. To continue with an examination of the clever action Rebecca took which affected the destinies of her sons, let me first read out the incident and then I shall show how it relates to fellowship, a principle found in the law of the Mighty One as Messiah Yahashua explained. Papa Isaac had just asked Esau, the older of his twin sons to go hunt some meat for him to eat so he would bless him before he dies, Genesis 27,1-4. This blessing would establish Esau as the heir to Isaac and seal his place as receiver of the blessings promised to the descendants of Abraham, Genesis 15, 18-21. However, Isaac's companion, Rebekah was listening and determined to stop Isaac make an error of trust. Not fearing to bring a curse on herself, this is what she did because she was obedient and trusting in a time of difficulty. Genesis 27, 5-13. Now Rebekah was listening to what Isaac told his son Esau. So when Esau went onto the field to hunt game and bring it back, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, Behold, I overheard your father saying to your brother Esau, Bring me some game and prepare me a tasty dish to eat, so that I may bless you in the presence of Yahweh before I die. Now, 
my son, listen to my voice and do exactly as I tell you. Go out to the flock and bring me two choice young goats, so that I can make them into a tasty dish for your father the kind he loves. Then take it to your father to eat, so that he may bless you before he dies. Jacob answered his mother Rebekah, Look, my brother Esau is a hairy man, but I am smooth-skinned. What if my father touches me? Then I would be revealed to him as a deceiver, and I would bring upon myself a curse rather than a blessing. His mother replied, Your curse be on me, my son. Just obey my voice and go get them for me. Do not forget I am speaking about the benefits of fellowship and how the principle applies to Rebecca's decision to favor Jacob her younger twin over Esau the older twin, although it was a difficult decision, she had to make on behalf of herself and Isaac. Remember I have mentioned Messiah Yahashua taught this principle in his summary of the Ten Commandments when an expert in the law tested him. Matthew 22 34-40 and when the Pharisees heard that Yahashua had silenced the Sadducees, they themselves gathered together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with a question, Teacher, which commandment is the greatest in the law? Yahashua declared, Love Yahweh your mighty one with all your heart and with all your being and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. In the half-era portion for reading this week, one may equate Esau's loss of the double portion blessings to the statement made by the Mighty One about Esau. Malachi 1,2-5 I have loved you, says Yahweh. But you ask, how have you loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother? Declares Yahweh. Yet Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated, and I have made his mountains a wasteland and left his inheritance to the desert jackals. Though Edom may say, we have been devastated, but we will rebuild the ruins, this is what Yahweh of hosts says, they may build, but I will demolish. They will be called the land of wickedness, and a people with whom Yahweh is indignant to times age lasting. You will see this with your own eyes, and you yourselves will say, Yahweh is great even beyond the borders of Israel. The passage you have heard shows you why Rebekah acted in the manner she did concerning who between her twin sons would be blessed with a double portion of the inheritance by their father Isaac. To follow her obedient and trusting steps in this matter, you should walk back with me to Genesis 25 where there is a record about the births of Esau and Jacob and a prophecy that Isaac surely would have known about but was weak in trust to implement as at the time when the message for this week begins. Genesis 25 21-23 Later, Isaac prayed to Yahweh on behalf of his wife, because she was barren. And Yahweh heard his prayer, and his wife Rebekah conceived. But the children inside her struggled with each other, and she said, Why is this happening to me? So, Rebekah went to inquire of Yahweh, and he declared to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you will be separated, one people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. If you understand the implication of the prophecy Rebekah received when she inquired about the children, she would give birth to, you will see that her action in favor of Jacob was conducted from obedience and trust to the word of the Mighty One. 
This is how and when fellowship benefits all who have come to know the name of the Mighty One through Messiah Yahashua. When one is weak, through fellowship their iron is sharpened by the other's iron with the use of the word of Yahweh. Allow me read from the book of Ecclesiastes and some other passages of the scripture to show how the principle of fellowship is applied and how it is contained in the Ten Commandments as taught by Yahashua Messiah. Ecclesiastes 4.11-12 Again, if two lie together, then they have heat, but how can one be warm alone? And if one prevails against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Hebrews 10:24-25 And let us consider how to spur one another on to love and good deeds. Let us not neglect meeting together, as some have made a habit, but let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Job 4:3-4 Surely you have instructed many, and have strengthened their feeble hands. Your words have steadied those who stumbled you have braced the knees that were buckling. 1 Corinthians 9,19-23 Though I am free of obligation to anyone, I make myself a slave to everyone, to win as many as possible. To the Jews I became like a Jew, to win the Jews. To those under the law I became like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, to win those under the law. To those without the law I became like one without the law, though I am not outside the law of the Mighty One but am under the law of Messiah, to win those without the law. To the weak I became weak, to win the weak. I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means I might save some. I do all this for the sake of the glad tidings, so that I may share in its blessings. Acts 2.42 And they continued steadfastly in the emissary's doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. Matthew 18 19-20 Again, I tell you truly that if two of you on the earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather together in my name, there am I with them. How then is the principle of fellowship contained in the Ten Commandments? From Matthew 22 37-40 if you listened carefully to Yahashua's response to the expert in the law, Yahashua declared, Love Yahweh your mighty one with all your heart and with all your being and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments, and read if anyone says, I love the mighty one, but hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love the Mighty One, whom he has not seen. And we have this commandment from him, whoever loves the Mighty One must love his brother as well, 1 John 4,20-21, you should begin to see an agreement which is a union of at least two as in the relationship between Isaacs and Rebekah. One side of the commandments is incomplete without the other. Both sides of the Ten Commandments just as iron sharpens iron, function as a whole much in the same way Rebecca stepped in to correct Isaac's error in love. Love is known through obedience to the Mighty One's instructions as the scripture teaches. 1 Corinthians 13,1-3 If I speak in the tongues of men and of Malachim, but have not love, I am only a ringing gong or a clanging cymbal. 
if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have absolute trust so as to move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and exult in the surrender of my body, but have not love, I gain nothing. 1 John 1 6-7 If we say we have fellowship with him yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Yahashua his son cleanses us from all sin. 1 John 2 3-5 By this we can be sure that we have come to know him, if we keep his commandments. If anyone says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments, he is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But if anyone keeps his word, the love of the Mighty One has been truly perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. Therefore, Rebekah's action in persuading Jacob to act like his brother Esau as to get Isaac's double portion blessings was based on the prophecy she received before they were born. In obeying the word of the prophecy and acting on its demands, she positioned Jacob its intended recipient for the first of several irrevocable blessings. Her belief shows the importance of fellowship among believers and how it strengthens obedience and trust. Genesis 27-24-27 Again he asked, Are you really my son Esau? And he replied, I am. Serve me, said Isaac, and let me eat some of my son's game, so that I may bless you. Jacob brought it to him, and he ate, then he brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Please come near and kiss me, my son. So he came near and kissed him. When Isaac smelled his clothing, he blessed him and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that Yahweh has blessed. Here are some useful thoughts. Fellowship is when two or three believers come together in the name of Yahashua Messiah. This coming together may happen at any time. Fellowship is where the iron of a believer's trust is sharpened by the iron of other believers' trust. All of whom must be walking in Yahashua Messiah. During fellowship scripture is useful for instruction, for conviction, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that the man of the Mighty One may be complete, fully equipped for every good work, 2 Timothy 3,16-17. This is how iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron, is insight from Parashat Toldot, descendants, and looks at Rebekah's clever action to position Jacob as inheritor of the double portion blessing from Isaac his father in a step of obedience and trust that seamlesses the importance of fellowship, how and when it is applied in everyday activities. Full text readings. Torah, Genesis 26 23, 27 27. Malachi 1 1 2 7. Thank you for listening and for sharing. May his blessings of love, joy, and peace be manifest in your life and the lives of your loved ones through Yahashua Messiah.